We have an awesome episode for you today, but before we get into it, a quick announcement to let you know that spots are filling up fast for the Wanting It More program. Because it is the very last round, we are offering it at the current price. Before it goes up to reflect all the support for men we now offer, we may fill our 70 spots before the January 30th registration deadline. So if you know you want to participate, I encourage you to register ASAP. And if you're on the fence, now is a great time to send me an email with your questions. We can even book a short Zoom call if you need more FaceTime with me. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to janetdentonhousecom slash wanting it more for all the information. The link is also in the show notes. I do not want you to miss out on this great opportunity. We start this round on February 2nd, and I hope to see you in there. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. As I've mentioned at the start of the last couple of episodes, registration is now open for the February, March round of Wanting It More. So joining me today is Melissa. Melissa is our community coordinator for the program. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about who this program is a great fit for, our personal stories and how we've come to do this work, what issues the problem can, uh, sorry, the program can solve for you, some um, brief stories of past participants, all the, the details of the program's features and dates and times, as well as answering some common questions that we get. So we're, we hope that by the end of this episode, you will have all the information needed to make a good decision about whether or not the program is a good fit for you and your husband. We are addressing women directly in this episode, uh, but as you'll learn very soon, within the program, we speak directly to men and women. So so uh, I, I apologize for us not um, speaking directly to men right now. Uh, we are making that change, but right now, we're going to do it this way. I, just being honest, um, it's hard to talk about this program. You know, I want to say all the right things and do do all the things I'm supposed to, to market something. But the truth is, I believe so deeply in what I teach. It helped me so much. I have witnessed thousands of women go through this process. It was born out of my own struggle. I have dedicated the rest of my life and the last seven years to learning, to refining, to researching, to um, really make the perfect combination of education, support, and community that will bring the most amount of healing and connection for couples. So that is what we are going to attempt. Melissa, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Do you want to start off a little bit with your story to um, to kind of introduce you to the um, podcast listeners if they haven't heard some of your episodes yet? And then also just to kind of paint a picture of, of, because you are an alumni of the program. So just to paint a picture of what it would look like for somebody coming in like yourself. Sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Melissa, and I came into the world of WIM uh, exactly three years ago. Actually, I was looking at the calendar yesterday Yay. when I knew we were doing this episode, and I looked back into my emails, and my first webinar was exactly down to this day that I did my WIM webinar, which is really cool. 
Um, so uh, for my situation, my husband and I had those same discussions over and over again, trying to figure out where my desire had gone. For my situation, I um, I had desire when I was single and I had desire in the beginning of relationships. Um, a very high sex drive is what somebody could have said. But then once um, the honeymoon phase wore off and time went on, it was my desire just completely disappeared which was very confusing. And uh, we didn't really have any answers. We tried searching everywhere and anywhere and we came up with nothing. And your ad came up on Facebook, like most people and hearing you talk gave me all the, uh, all the words and the feelings that I was having and everything started to kind of put the puzzle all together for it to make sense. Um, yeah, so going into WIM, I was unsure of what that would look like. A lot of, a uh, little bit of fear and um, yeah, just scared of what the, what it would all look like and what, and what I was going to be asked to do was probably one. Um, but once I was in there, it was amazing how quickly I felt very comfortable and safe. And um, yeah, it changed my life as a woman, definitely. It changed my marriage completely. And yeah, it taught me the why behind what I was feeling and then also to create a sex life that is enjoyable for me and equally as important, sustainable for me mm -hmm. because I am 44 years old and I plan to be with my husband for the rest of my life. So that is a lot of sex. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's basically me in whim and... Yeah. Oh, and then after doing that, I uh, stuck around and got to know Jana more and um, started dabbling in different areas of helping you or helping Jana uh, within WIM. And for the last, oh gosh, I don't know. I feel like it's been two years that we've been working together in some capacity. Um, and the last year and a bit as my role, my role name has kind of changed. It, community coordinator is what I am right now. So I basically... I'm setting up all the program. I'm there for everybody. And then I'm also in all the coaching calls, giving support and reassurance and um, offering advice if it's helpful uh, with both men and women, which I'm absolutely loving. So and that Melissa, is me. Melissa has probably listened to every single thing I have put out into the world. That's how I feel like. So sometimes Melissa that is will, not wrong. <laughs> Melissa will jump in with a with the an answer, and I'm like, "Wow, that is exactly what I would have said." So she's such uh -huh. an invaluable member of the team, and um, I I think sometimes I think people like you better than me. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not we, jealous. We are different. We, yeah, no. I think we're different, and I think uh, we work well together because we both do come from different uh, backgrounds, bringing us to the same issue. So um, I think that's a great segue, Jana. If you'd like to uh, share a little bit about how your how you came to this, because it is slightly different um, than me, because I would have been considered somebody with a high sex drive, which is um, different than your experience. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to be somebody with who didn't like sex. That just wasn't sort of what I thought the trajectory would be. But I got married pretty young and sex was a challenge pretty quickly. I just it didn't feel great for me. It took a while to have an orgasm. And even when I did, as we all know, orgasms aren't necessarily the thing that makes us want it. 
And uh, so we would fight about sex a lot. And if people haven't heard my story before, I really dove into finding the answer, finding the solution. And I was very frustrated, lonely. I felt really broken. I felt blamed. And I, I really thought I was the problem. So I searched out all the books I could find, workshops I attended, professionals, top-rated sex therapists, coaches, counseling, couple stuff, individual stuff, supplements, checked my hormones, was it testosterone issues? I mean, I looked everywhere and, uh, you know, unfortunately or maybe fortunately because I, I would have never, you know, discovered what I did. But ultimately, and what we're going to be talking about here today is um, I discovered that it has much deeper cultural roots than one would think. And it is not, from my perspective, it's not an individual issue. There aren't like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women, probably millions of women just out there having individual hormonal challenges. Yeah. So individual, but exactly the same as everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been, I've been having quite a few calls with women and couples too, who are thinking about joining WIM, which you can have as well. And we'll, we'll give some information about that towards the end. But, um, that's what I hear all the time. Oh, I, you know, I've listened to the podcast or I went to the free class. And, and even, even though I say you're not alone, you're not broken. This is shared by many women will still come with their individual issues. And I'd be like, I've heard all of this probably 20, at least 20 times before you've come here. So, uh, but because we don't talk about it, right? So we do say it makes sense. We all think we're alone and we're having these unique experiences. Okay. So who is wanting it more for wanting it more for wanting it more is for heterosexual couples in which the woman isn't interested in sex very much. So she would be saying something like, I want to want it more. And the man typically, sometimes we see the man also isn't as interested in sex, but typically the man is wanting more sex or, or, or just to keep having the types of sex or different types of sex, something like that. Um, I am avoiding, I'm trying to avoid the language of high desire, low desire, because that is so judgy. And I don't think we're high or low in anything, but um, that is the typical language that's, that's used. Whim is best for couples. Typically, if both are willing to do the work, we'll be mentioning how it's all structured. Um, but if your husband isn't on board or finds sort of personal development challenging or whatever, it can be taken alone. Um, and then usually it kind of leans in the more of a empowerment program for you. So you may, in terms of the intimacy and the regular intimacy, that may take a little longer depending on where your husband's at, but a hundred percent, it will benefit you in terms of finding your voice and, and learning a lot of really important skills like intuition and compassion and boundaries and that sort of thing. What I love about wanting it more, if I could be so bold to talk about what I love about a program that I created is that, well, first off, we just skip over arousal. Like we don't worry about arousal. And that's usually when we get questions about hormones or breastfeeding or 
um, medication side effects, like, or menopause, like I have all these unique circumstances. Is this program going to work? And then I just say, yeah, because we don't worry about arousal. We look at true pleasure and satisfaction instead. And, and that's not just orgasms. That's not what you're seeing on Netflix and sex scenes. That's something entirely, something entirely, um, entirely different. I love that we look at the root issues because I really, um, I really, I'm so honored that whim is often the last stop for women. Do you know what I'm saying, Melissa? Like women who have done a lot of work like myself and because the work they've been doing is superficial, it is sort of the, okay, we'll just schedule sex or have a bubble bath or wear some lingerie or have a glass of wine or just like, you know, read some erotica, try to get horny, like role play, try to, try to spice things up. But that stuff doesn't last. That is such a short-term solution. I was going to say band-aid solution, but it's not even that because I think it does more harm than good. So I love that we finally look at the root issues, which is the cultural conditioning that both men and women have. And if you listen to the podcast, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I love that we are healing in community. It's the reason why I stopped working privately with couples. And now I work um, only in groups because we're talking about sex and sex is shrouded in shame. And if we're going to heal from shame, I think it's best done in community. And I have seen amazing things happen with women. They, um, uh, you know, they become friends. They, um, there's a bond that happens, which is just amazing. And we've seen it in men. We have run weekly calls from men for men for the last couple of rounds but this, we'll talk about this in a second. There, There is more now that we're offering this round, which is very exciting. It's sort of the next step. And I love that. I love that it's step by step. Um, there is definitely a time and place for individual therapy and counseling that, you know, that is with a, with a good professional that is amazing and it can be in tandem with WIM. But there is just something so wonderful to have a roadmap, to have, you know, this is a step, watch the videos, come to a call, and then take the next step, and then the next step. And I have worked really hard to make those steps doable, and then just make sense. I love it when we come to a call, and then women are like, okay, but what about this? And I'm like, it's the next step. And then they'll get to the next step. They're like, what, what, what about this? And then it'd be like, oh yeah, that's the next step. So it's sort of a natural pro progression of things. Okay. So I'm going to step down here and let Melissa talk a little bit about um, what WIM specifically helps couples with. Sure. Um, wow. So many things, <laughs> but let's uh, think about just maybe the, the key points that come to mind for me. Um, one just from going through whim and thinking about my own experience, I know that when you are in the situation, when I was in the situation with my husband, it was very narrow focus trying to fix this one small problem. And it's hard to think outside the box. It's hard to like actually see what's going on. And I find in whim, it really helps you zoom out and see the bigger picture. 
And that's uh, very, very helpful. Um, in that, you see that this is not your husband against you. It's not you against your husband. And we acknowledge in WIM what the root causes are so that we can move forward with actual truth and understanding. And so zooming out um, and seeing that bigger picture definitely helps couples. Uh, within WIM, it gives you, a, like you were saying, Jana, a structure and a path. And within that makes it easier to have the conversation. So we hear from women and from my own experience, sometimes having those conversations almost always are very, I was going to say sometimes, always difficult. Um, so within WIM, you give us that path and a structure to be able to have the conversations with the support of Jana and also the support of the community. So I know in my situation, it was really helpful knowing I had backup behind me to just know when I was coming to my husband with these um, different topics and things I wanted to share with him, I had a, a strong group of women behind me and that I wasn't um, I want to say in quotes, crazy for what I was thinking. So um, I could share my thoughts and realize, you know what, I'm not alone here. This is this this is normal. Um, so it, yeah, it really helped with conversations, having the safety there. Um, and to have these conversations, yes, they are difficult. That is true. But if you've ever had a difficult conversation, you'll find that you do have a connection with that person afterwards. So that's what's beautiful going through WIM is, yes, it's hard to have the conversations, but the outcome from those builds intimacy and emotional connection, which we hear women are like, I need the emotional connection to want to have sex. So these conversations are very helpful. I was even thinking uh, this morning before we started, I was thinking that that's what helps build the community. I know I'm jumping ahead, but I don't want to forget this thought later. Um, building the community within WIM. And I believe what you'll hear us share later is how uh, bonded the women and the men can get. And I think it happens very quickly because we are sharing so vulnerably, very quickly. And within those conversations, if you're sharing vulnerably um, with others, you create a connection very quickly. So with from woman to woman in the program, we build an emotional connection together, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. So it's not just with your husband, but you will find that, yeah, you will get emotional connection from other places, which we have also found is extremely important for men. So within the men's program now, having that the man to man talking and hearing other men talk helps build their emotional connection as well. So that that's kind of that. Um, what else does WIM help with? It, oh, it helps you. This was a beautiful part for me was starting fresh. So I remember you you get into these these circles of this of your relationship and sometimes you're like this is just not what I wanted. This is not the the you, you want your person. I wanted my husband but I didn't want the situation that I was in. Um the the especially the sex life that we were having or or we weren't having. Um and so Wim gives you a fresh start to create the re relationship that you both want. Um which because we are working separately on development of a woman and development of a man, we then both figure out what we both want, the authentic self, our true self. So once we have these two humans 
figuring out who their true selves are, then they can come together and build a true and authentic relationship, which helps in intimacy, but it helps in every area. Uh, And the last one I have is redefining sex together. And this is super important. And this is when we fight the script that we've all been given of what sex is supposed to look like. And so we we look at that individually first to see how life since you were a child and how you've thought sex looks like. And so once you can do that work individually, again, you can come back together and you can create, redefine what sex means and also create intimacy and connection for the two of you going back to what I said for myself, that is sustainable for the long term. So that's what I have there, Jana. I think that was great. I'll, I, I want to start this progress. <laughs> Sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. We do also have, um, you know, a little bit more, let's say, uh, like the pain, you know, the pain that people are experiencing and do you want to share a little bit about that? I know you have a little, you have some good notes here. Yeah. Okay. Um, first one we think we all know it's that same ongoing conversation or argument that never gets resolved and how exhausting it is. You know, it's coming, you know, you can feel the tension and it starts and it's just, you could just hit record and then hit play again three months later. And it's just the same conversation. And both sides, I found in my my situation from hearing from others that both of the partners really want to fix the problem. But without real education and knowledge, neither side actually has any answers and the know-how to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, things that we hear, like Jana mentioned before, spicing it up, scheduling intercourse, Uh, Your husband may be trying moves or making comments to try to get you in the mood, maybe even doing more housework. Mm -hmm. Those are not going to fix the issue. Um, And so there's so much unknown and desperation for both sides to fix it. And we're doing our best. We all, I'm sure in these situations, women are Googling and trying to figure out going to their doctor. Their husbands are going out and buying vibrators and and lingerie. But do you notice it doesn't fix it? It doesn't Mm -hmm. fix it because you're not actually... Um, we've, we've all missed out on so much education that we should have been given as teenagers and young children. And then you will see if you come and join us in WIM, you'll, your eyes will be open to see, wow, it was not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is where in WIM, we go back to uh, the education from Jana and having your eyes open to what's actually happening in your relationship. And when you see things clearly for the first time, and then you have the language to discuss what's actually going on. Um, you, you can see us, you can see a way forward. And then after whim, if an issue comes up after you both now have the knowledge and the understanding to work together, to move forward. Mm -hmm. So you don't get stuck in those, those conversations. Yes. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. You're, you're two different people together in a relationship. You're, you know, life that is life. But um, taking whim and not only with sex, but because you're learning how to communicate, you can then communicate better maybe about finances or you can communicate better about the struggles with your children. So, um, yeah, it really does help with the conversations. Um, yeah, so there's that one. Uh, another pain point would probably be <laughs> yeah, wanting to get horny 
or turned on and desire sex just like he does. So I found that that's like going to the doctor and trying to figure out the hormones. It's like I had a bar that I was trying to meet and I wanted to be like him. So how can I do all these things so that I can, my body can work the way his does, which is being ready to have sex anytime and all the time. But that is just, that. that is not my situation. I've been through whim. My sex life is exactly where I want it to be. It's very enjoyable. Um, but I am not my husband and I am not wanting sex 24 seven. So, um, uh, question for you. If you, if you're hearing this and you're relating to this, I have a question. Do you love your husband? A couple questions, I guess it's not just one. I'll say yes. Do you love your husband? Do you choose him? Are you, are you making the choice? I want to be with him. And you wish you had a sex life that was enjoyable for you. Yes. And if all three of those things, if you can answer yes, I mean, there's other questions, but I'm just trying to help with this area. Then whim is for you because there's a big misunderstanding about desire. And I feel like we all get wrapped up in having to feel aroused and desiring and horny and just like, Oh, I need this thing because that's what we see men do. Um, But like Jana explains here in the podcast, and if you came to the free class, there's spontaneous desire, which your husband most likely has, and responsive desire, which most of us women have. And in WIM, we work with responsive desire. So we're not trying to change your desire and change your arousal and change who you are. We say you have responsive desire. That makes sense. Now, how can we work with that? And we don't wait for it to pop up out of nowhere because that's spontaneous because I can tell you from my own personal experience that if I wait for it to pop up, it could take months. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, I've tried this. Like this is actually something I tried to do and that is literally how long it takes. And I have great sex. I can orgasm. I can feel aroused and I can still wait months. So we no longer wait to feel aroused. And the beautiful thing is with safety, which we extensively learn about and implement in WIM, along with combining all the other paths that Jana talked about, you can have a connecting and enjoyable experience without needing sexual desire to start. Yeah. So you don't to, right? You don't have to yeah. wait to get in the mood. And for your husband, he doesn't have to try to get you in the mood, which that is exhausting. If you think if you put yourself in his shoes, And to have this other human that you feel you're responsible to make get in the mood. And then the person on the other end is like, I feel so suffocated because you're trying to get me in the mood. Like, it's just, it's just a cycle for disaster. So So the pressure pressure for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So within whim, that is what we find for both men and women is that they say, wow, the pressure is off. And I remember the first time we heard from the man and he said, i felt the pressure was off. Um, And yeah, that was just incredible when we realized, oh, wow, we know the women are are feeling pressure. We've, we've, We've heard that a million times, but when we started to get to talk to men and we heard that they were feeling pressure, um, yeah, that was beautiful. Is that enough pain points, Jenna, or would you like me to keep going? Should we, should we address the big one? Like the, just the feeling, the, the guilty, the broken alone piece. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we can all relate to how isolating and 
um, just horrible it feels, you know, to feel like a bad wife, to feel like you're rejecting your husband, but then also feeling resentful. What a weird, what a weird combination of feelings to have. Mm-hmm. And really wanting to just not feel that way. Yeah. Like it's just, it's depressing. It's depressing feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like that. Um, very quickly though, which is I so hard to understand until you come into WIM. So uh, we're, we're trying to help you if you're listening and, and, you, and you haven't been in WIM. We're trying to uh, help you see this, but I, I under, we'll, we'll do our best, but you just got to come into WIM to really understand. But once you come, once you're in WIM, you feel this massive sense of relief seeing all these women's faces on the screen and for men seeing the men's faces on the screen telling stories explaining their situation that you thought was just you you really did you had not heard another human say the same thing and then you hear one person let's let, well, I'm going to talk on for the for the woman hearing one woman tell her story and then hearing the next one and then hearing the next one. And every time you hear it, you hear somebody else um, ask a question or unmute and speak, you just feel this weight lifting and this weight lifting. And you're like, oh my goodness, Jana told me I'm not alone. Don't feel guilty. You're not broken. But I couldn't see it until I heard. And I was in a room, a virtual room, but a room with these other women. Uh, yeah, the guilt just begins to fade and you just feel this sense of relief when you learn exactly why you have been responding the way you have. Um, you didn't know any better and your husband didn't know any better. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And, and then for, for, for me and for Jana getting to witness it over and over again, um, I can tell you for me personally, I a hundred percent know I'm not broken. I know there is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with the way I work. Yes, it's different than my husband. Yes, I would love to be able to flip a switch and feel desire and horniness 24-7, you know, um, or a wind blow by me and feel turned on. Like, that would just be amazing. But that is not it. But I am not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. And yeah. Okay. Oh, so good. I'm just going to read. We have a whole website full of, um, I call them success stories. I'm thinking maybe I should change that, but sort of like testimonials. And uh, so it'll be in the show notes. It's just janadentonhouse.com slash success dash stories. And I do have them arranged in categories, but I wanted to kind of, and I know this podcast is basically one big story of, of people who have gone through whim. So you've probably heard, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard a lot of their stories, but I just wanted to kind of entice you over there to watch some of the videos and read some of the testimonials. We have taken some audio clips out from the podcast as well. And it's just nice to see real faces, especially if you've been listening to the podcast, you don't see faces of people. And this is, even if you're not thinking about joining whim, I think this would be just a nice exercise in terms of that not alone, not broken feeling. Um, So I'm just going to read out some of the headlines of some of the videos. The headlines are, are, are what women and men have actually said in the video. So I'm not just making it up. Um, You can hear from Jessica who said it's changed my life trajectory in the best way. Or Kate who said now, 
waves of empowerment, love, strength, and support branch out of our bedroom. Or Dr. Laura Froyan, who said, my pleasure matters. Sarah, we have had, we have this intimacy and connection that we haven't had for years. Um, uh, Tipa, who said, this is a lifelong practice and not a Band-Aid fix. Tia, it led us to connecting on a level that we've never connected before. Angie, I feel free. Oh, it's the best one. Lisa, instead of sex being a fight, it brings us together and we enjoy it. Kira, my sex life has been redefined and rediscovered. Should I keep going? <laughs> I could go on forever. I'll do a little, I'll do a few more. Uh, Denise, this course has met my expectations and exceeded them as well. Sarah, just the breath of fresh air that I needed in my soul and marriage. Melissa, I feel like a different person. Kendall, I actually want intimacy now. So there's there's many, many more videos you can watch. And But I'm just going to um, scroll down right to the bottom where we have some men's stories. And you can hear from Justin who said, our sex life is better than it's ever been before. Or Rob, whim is truly life-changing. Derek, jump in with two feet because all you have to lose is bad sex. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, uh, Mike, who said, we have more frequent and fulfilling intimacy. Callum, we're closer than we've ever been. Lee, we have, uh, what did he say here? Oh, we have found each other again. Yeah. So lots of stories um, for you to check out, to read, listen, and and watch. So um, now that I got that short, easy section, we're going to go back to Melissa again, and she's going <laughs> to, she's laughing. She's going to share just the nitty gritties, the program details, um, because I know there are some logistical things to consider. Yeah. And Jana, you can add in anything when I'm going, if you'd like to add in. Okay. Um, yeah. So logistically, uh, we have eight weeks together starting February 1st. Uh, for those of you who are worried about the um, what that space looks like, uh, we are in a private place called Mighty Networks, and they have an app, and they also have their web browsers, so uh, very easy to get on on your phone or on your laptop, and it's off of Facebook. No one can get in there, so a very uh, private space. We have a space for women, women, and we have a space for men with complete different login details, so he won't see anything on your side, and you won't see anything on his side, and um yeah, so that's our Mighty Networks. And then uh, every Friday, we release our PATH videos. And the PATH videos are the classes that Jana teaches on a specific topic. So we start with PATH 1, which is compassion. And so you the videos are released on Friday. You have those on Mighty Networks, and you have the weekend to watch them. They're probably just under an hour total. And right now, women have workbooks that go along with the videos. We don't have workbooks yet for men, but that could that might happen this round. But if not, it will happen at some point in the future. So uh, you both watch your videos. There are videos for men and there are videos for women. And we are going to ask that everybody watches 
both sides of the videos. So um, yeah, that's over the weekend. And then we all meet women on Monday. We have two women's coaching calls at 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific. And those are recorded if you can't meet live. Um, it is nice to come live. So if you are available, uh, it's beautiful to be there and feel the energy and be able to um, ask your question to Jana if you have a question. Um, but if not... There are women who never get to come live, but as long as you're watching the coaching calls, you can still get the full benefit, um, but you definitely want to watch those. You may think, oh, well, I don't have a question or you know, maybe it won't relate to me. You will find, I'd say that 95% of the questions relate to you. <laughs> that is the beauty of uh, group coaching calls. Um which is maybe hard to understand until you're in the community and you see, but you will see if you're joining us. So that's women on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we do the same thing again, but this time it's all for men. So we have two men's coaching calls at 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. also recorded. Um, yeah, this is a beautiful time for men to hear from other men because... I mean, we know that women don't usually talk about sex, but I would say we talk about it more than men do. <laughs> um, and And... I mean, men talk about sex, but uh, we all know it's not uh, really the kind of conversations that are going to be helpful in figuring out this issue that we have. So um, a lot of men, this is the first time that they are hearing other men say exactly what um, they are feeling and without it being a joke. I would say is the biggest thing. So those are our men's coaching calls on Tuesdays. Again, if your husband can't make it, he can watch the recordings. Um, and then for that entire eight weeks, we're all on Mighty Networks, which is our community space. And that is where we have reflection posts. We have prompts. Um, this is where you can connect with the other women or your husband can connect with the other men in between the calls because you may finish a call and then it might spark an idea and you want to continue a conversation so you can do that there. Um, it becomes very, uh, it's an exciting place with lots of learning, lots of sharing, lots of reassurance and me too's. People are there sharing their struggles, which is very helpful because, you know, there's going to be ups and downs going through something like this. So um, it's nice to have a space that you can come back to where you, there are people that are understanding and they're along the same path as you. You can talk to a friend on the outside, on the outside, that sounds funny, but, um, you know, and they won't True, really... Though. That's yeah, how we feel Yes, yes. We're in our little bubble of understanding. And yeah, it just made me think um, a lot of women say um, it's just it's we, we all get this same language. We get this understanding and it's incredible to be speaking to other people who get it. So you can share your struggles, share your wins. Uh, we can celebrate with you. Uh, it's beautiful. And um, I found even this last round, we had a, a, the discussion space for men as well. And it was nice to, for them to have a space to come to maybe share their struggles or share their wins. But instead of having to share their struggles with their wife, and we know most men do not have a space outside of here to share, you may have a girlfriend you speak to, most of our husbands do not have somewhere to go. So having this space for them, providing this space gives them a place to share their struggles without having to maybe share them with you, because sometimes that is not the most beneficial way of doing things. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's great um, having that space. Um, 
let me think. We have six paths, which we we look at over the first six weeks of WIM. So we're together for eight weeks. The first six weeks, we have very structured uh, paths that we go through. Do you want to talk about those paths, Jana? Yeah, or why not? Yeah. So um, path one, like Melissa said, is called cultivate compassion. That's where we look at culture. And so that we're not uh, diagnosing or blaming ourselves because that's kind of what we're coming to whim with is feeling like we're broken. And so we got to look at what's actually broken, which is culture and have that foundation of compassion so that we can move forward with some change in our lives. Then path two, we look at establishing safety. That is a prerequisite to pleasure, to exploration, to being curious. And it's a broad spectrum of safety from looks and touches and um, and things that are that are talked about your body, you know, comments that maybe even just give you a slight icky feeling, you know. So we're sort of broadening that out and then looking at boundaries and how to communicate those, what what works for you, what doesn't. Then path three is trusting your intuition. That is the opposite of the media sex formula. It's actually what do you really, what do you really like, and how do you find that out? Which is intuition, and um, and don't let that scare you. Don't let that scare you. Because I know that hearing that, what do you like, right there? If you're feeling the feelings of, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna know what I'm going to like. I don't know what I like. Take a deep breath. <laughs> we yes, we 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 break that down and we start very 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 small and yeah, it's that that can sound scary. I remember that sounding scary for me. So just a little add in there. Thank you. Interrupt me anytime. There's like a scary moment because <laughs> I forget. I talk about this stuff so much, you know. But yeah, intuition and and a lot of these skills, like you'll, if you've listened to the podcast or or watched any any testimonials, you'll see that people say, oh, it's so much more than just about sex. Yes, because it's about being human and women are missing some, some really important skills because of culture as well as men are missing some really important skills. So intuition, and then we go to pleasure, another potentially very scary word. And we look at pleasure outside of the bedroom. So feeling good in life, um, not any scary, orgasmy, pleasury, genitally things you might be thinking I'm going to get you to. Then we start looking at uh, our bodies, connecting with our bodies in path five. Again, that may sound really scary to you, but we do it gently. We just do it softly. And you only take the steps that feel really good for you. And then in path six, that's- And and educationally. So I would say that this is the path that sometimes we have doctors in the program and they say, why are we not taught this earlier? Mm -hmm. So um, yes, it is is looking at your own body and, and, you know, the nerves can come up on that, but there's the education side that is so important that a lot of us are missing that is in this path as well. Absolutely. And then the last path, path six is explore an intimate connection. And that's where we look at the structure of the exploration date. So if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard people refer to XDs before. Again, that may sound really scary. I just had, I just had a call with somebody and they, I did an episode where I walked through an XD, a potential XD that I would have. And she's like, Jana, I, I could not imagine for a second doing what you did. And um, 
that makes sense because that's why it's path six, because we need a lot of skills and a lot of mindset belief changes in order for you to get there where there's a lot of safety and slowness and communication and um, the right context in which to explore an intimate connection. And, and then we move on. Now for men, I um, the secret is, well, I have a very robust outline and we've been working with a focus group to develop this content focus group of men. I will be creating the videos as we go. So the men will be watching it as a pre-recorded video, but I am I am going to be um, using this round to move through each path. So I don't have the exact names of the paths yet for men, but we do know that compassion and safety, path one and two will be the same. And then path three, four, and five, we're going to be looking at emotions in one of them. We're going to be looking at self-responsibility, accountability in another one. And then path five, we're going to be looking at reconnecting to, to the core of who you are as a man, as a human being in path five. And then we'll all come back to path six. How was that? Did we say that times were in Pacific time? I can't remember if we said that, but that's an important detail. Yes, it is. Another important thing is you get access to all updates in the future. So if there is a, I just did a full revision of the women's um, videos and all alumni got access to that. So that's something for you to know and you get lifetime access. So if you want to come back to the videos, watch them, refresh, we highly encourage that you do that because this is a lifelong practice, right? Like it takes a, at least a year for, for these new habits and beliefs to solidify and then you'll be working them for the rest of your life. Yeah. And sometimes you'll, I mean, what I've learned doing this work for the last three years is as I grow, I hear things differently. So you might want to come back and watch the videos a year from now after you've been doing this for a while and you go, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even hear Jana say that. Like I heard the words, but it didn't connect for me. Then you hear it later and you're like, oh, now it makes sense. And then things just start to blossom. Like it's, it's amazing. So yeah, having that access is really important. Um, so I just want to add on that after we do the six paths, you'll notice we are together for eight weeks, but there are six paths. So the last two weeks when we're together, well, basically the last kind of three weeks, because the start of the sixth path is when we introduce the XDs. And so you have uh, week six, you have week seven, and you have week eight that are all focused on the XD. And so it's not just XD, like Jana said, it's taking all the first five paths together and having your XDs. And uh, we focus on what did I learn and what do I need? And so that is really, really helpful. We try to get away from having a successful XD, um, whatever that would mean, because we all have different ideas of what success means anyways. Okay. So you may be listening and thinking, this sounds great, but so I want to address some of the common questions that we get. And if you have more, you can email me. And if you want to talk to Melissa, because you may like her better than me, whatever, <laughs> she can reply to. So if you really want to to talk to Melissa. Um, just say this is for Melissa. Jenna, don't read this. Okay. I think the biggest question we get is what about my husband? Because as you can see, this is 
really, a, it's designed and moving in the direction of a couples program. Um, so you, this is a real spectrum, what we've discovered. Some men know that this is a challenge for their wives and are sort of actively engaged in trying to figure this out, right? Maybe you've gone some, to some counseling together or done some Googling or something like that. Great. We have a program for him. We have, we have action steps for him. We have a community for him. Awesome. But what if you're thinking, well, maybe you've never talked to your husband about your challenges before, or maybe you have, and you haven't, it hasn't been received well. So maybe he's gotten quite defensive or, um, said, you know, this is your issue. You know, you should really figure this out on your own. So you can take whim on your own as a woman, you could do it. It's just that you need to have maybe, um, realistic expectations of what is a what can be accomplished when only one person in the marriage team is working on this. We have definitely seen women become more empowered, find her voice, find that freedom. But in terms of having regular scheduled exploration dates, that may not be a possibility for you just yet. Um, your husband, you, he can also, what we found really helpful is if he listens to some of the male voices on the podcast. So you can find those by looking at the titles and you'll notice they usually have a width and then a, and a name. So look for the male sounding names. Uh, and we've just released a couple and the next episode actually um, that will be released on January 30th is another man as well. So that's quite helpful. If you registered for the free class, that would be a great thing to show him because I do go over quite an overview. And then also, you don't know if he'll be ready and, you know, maybe it'll be week two or something and he'll, he'll want to jump in, uh, or maybe it will be after whim and the videos will be there for him if he wants. Melissa, did you have anything else you wanted to add on with that question? Yeah, I, I, I think what comes to mind is that I know specifically thinking of this last round, but we hear it every time, is there are wives who believe their husbands aren't going to be on board or they're so scared um, to even share that they've signed up for this class. And then they come into our space and go, the women will say, oh my gosh, I had no idea. He's totally on board, right? <laughs> like they, they really believe he's going to react a different way. And they are like shocked that um, he's on board. That would be one thing is you, you may think you're going to get a certain response, but until you ask, you, you may, you may get surprised. Um, and I feel like also we have some men who, who come into the program and they, they are unsure. They're not sure what this is all about, but once they're in there and they, they start to uh, hear from other men in the program, hear from Jana, maybe hear from me and just, they realize, oh, okay. Cause the same thing that we're trying to explain to you what this looks like. They also have those same questions. What's this going to look like? What are you going to need me to do? I put a man voice on there. What are you going to need me to do? Um, you know, uh, they, they're going to have um, they're going to have some fears as well. Yeah, now they may not legitimate, see, legitimate yes. fears. Yeah. Yes. And they may not be able to, uh, from our experience of learning about men, they probably won't explain those as fears. They're going to just say, I'm not interested, or they're going to kind of make you think that that's something they don't want to do, but it may just be that they're unsure and they're a little 
yeah, just unsure of what it'll look like. Yeah, but makes sense. Two women. Come around. What are we gonna say? <laughs> yeah, this this um, should I say this or not? Well, maybe. I won't promise it. <laughs> um, it looks like we're going to have a a man who will be coming in who's from a previous round who's going to be acting sort of in the mentor capacity because while well, Melissa and I can very much have the me too reassurance and me too experience with women, clearly we're not men and we haven't gone through what our husbands have gone through. So we are actively looking to to create that for the men as well. Yeah. The men, other feedback we've had from men is they enjoy hearing from us to hear from a woman who actually can explain what we are feeling and it's not coming from their wife. I know for me, it's easier sometimes to hear from other men and I can be, I can understand because there's not this emotional connection with him. So they, yeah, they have told us that it's been very, very helpful having us in the space and being able to ask us our opinion as well. Yeah. Then I think I've already addressed this, but it, because it's so common, uh, fears that your lack of desire stems from other issues, like more physical issues. So medication side effects, breastfeeding, exhaustion, menopause, that sort of thing. And so that's sort of the most common question I get like, okay, is this program going to help me? If, if I have chronic health issues, if I have uh, painful intercourse, vaginismus, that sort of thing. And well, I think the question is, what does working look like? Like, what are your expectations? Um, but in terms of my intention for what Wanting It More is about, which is to help you have a, a regular, nourishing, fulfilling, intimate life with your partner, yes. Because we don't, again, we don't worry about arousal. We look directly at true lasting enjoyment, which can be can be physical, can be spiritual, can be mental, can be emotional. Uh, all on all on that area. Anything you wanted to add to that one? No, no. How much time is needed each week? It depends on how eager you're feeling. <laughs> so um, the videos for women, like Melissa mentioned, are under an hour. We would like you to watch the men's videos as well and vice versa. We find that that just helps increase understanding for both partners. And yeah, just that's what we want to do. We want to bridge the gap between the male experience and the female experience. So there can be more compassion for each other and less blaming so if you were watching both of those, so that would be under two hours and then the coaching call you want to attend, try to attend at least once a week. So that would be another hour. So we're looking at, you know, three hours. Then if you want to be extra, um, you can attend both of the calls. We just ask that you only ask a question in one of them to make space for other women's questions, or you could watch recording. So that would be up to uh, four hours. And then there's some very, very gentle action steps, very gentle. And we could talk about some of the action steps. Maybe that may help uh, women. Um, but uh, so that may be another half an hour, would you say, Melissa? I mean, so we're kind of like three to four hours if you want to do like do all of the things. Yeah. And that's over an entire week. That's not per day. <laughs> exactly. That's an entire week. And then also I like to think, I like to say, how much time and energy are you thinking about sex right now? 
Like how much mental time, how much emotional time are you like every night thinking, oh, can I get horny? Oh, we haven't had sex in two weeks, a month, a year, however your time frame is. And that is exhausting in itself. So it's sometimes it's almost like, or, or how many like arguments are you having or how, ma- how many texting conversations back and forth are you having about this? And so we're just replacing some of that time with productive stuff that's going to help you move forward. The other concern we hear is that folks have young children. Um, Melissa had quite young kids when you, when you did WIM for the first time. Yeah. My daughter would have been two. So yeah, yeah, I had a baby. Yeah. Nap times and yeah, another, yeah. So I have three children. Yes. Um, yeah. We you, I mean, you, you, you just make it work. How, how do you, how do you go to work? How do you go to your doctor's appointments? How do you get groceries? How do you cook meals? It's just, if it's, if this is something that you want, you, you make it happen. I would say. Yeah. yeah. And I will say we hear equally from folks who say, I have young kids. How are we going to make this happen to people who have, who say, I have teenagers at home. How am I going to make this happen? Oh, are to, we like, talking actual XDs? Are we talking? Well, I just think like, how are we going to, you know, just like my life, like just my life. How, how what is this going to look like? How is it, who, how is it going to fit in my life? And it's like, uh, we hear that from everyone. I want to say it's not just one demographic. Yeah. And I'm also thinking once, once you're in there and you start, you, um, it gives you life. It gives you energy. Like you, you don't, you don't know what you're missing until you have it. And, you know, so, so it may seem like, oh, I've got to put in these four hours and it turns into, oh, I, I want to watch this next video. Oh, I want to jump on the, the, the community and speak to other people. Oh, like you feel this drive to want to do so. Yeah. I yeah. think someone was talking about the app. They're like, oh, this is addictive. Like, I want to be on this yeah. app. Talk. Like, who posted? What's going on? What's fresh? <laughs> Not that we want to, you know, but if there was an addiction, this is a pretty good one. That's right. um, the other thing we hear is, like Melissa mentioned, that she had this fear. It's like, what are what is what am I going to be asked to do? That's really scary. And especially when it comes to sex, am I going to be able, I'm going to be asked to like masturbate every day, or am I going to be asked to do these like freaky things with my husband that I don't feel comfortable with? And, um, I'm going to run through a few of the action steps. And then Melissa, maybe you want to talk about what you were sharing before we hit record today about, about your take on, on what we're actually doing in WIM. So, so just here's a few of the action steps. Like we go on a media detox to help heal and sensitize ourselves from those cultural messages. You write a letter of compassion to yourself in week one. Um, You go on a, uh, those boundaries, you know, that's what we're figuring out. So you're having some conversations, you're having conversations about porn. That is something we do bring up. Um, You're talking about what you like, what you don't like, consent. So there's some kind of, you know, we start out, we start out big in week one and week two. And then we move into sort of the softer weeks, which is the intuition. You're taking yourself on an intuition date or your husband. um, And don't let that freak you out. It could be as simple as playing a game of cards. Then we looked at pleasure. So we're that whole week, we're we're prioritizing your pleasure in the broad sense of the word. So what what are the sensations on your 
on your, on your skin, the types of clothing you're wearing, the food you're eating, the, you know, the pleasures you derive from nature or warm water, just very gentle connecting with your body. Uh, you're having conversation with your body. You're learning that information that Melissa was talking about. And you may or may not look at a certain part of your body in the mirror, but that is totally um, depending on your level of comfort. And then in the week six, then that's when you start scheduling your first exploration dates, which it is as like simple and small and, and easy as you, as you need and want. Uh, so those are some, just some, uh, some broad ideas of what some of the women's action steps um, are like. Yeah. I would like to add to the, um, the XD part is uh, something that Jenna has been doing more over the last few rounds is helping women design the experience. So when we get to the point where it's like, okay, it's time for the XD, you, you know, there are nerves. Everybody is anticipating this moment and you can feel feelings of uh, feeling stuck. And so um, she's very open to women coming into the calls and saying, where are you at? What do you need? Okay, let's let's walk through it. And she very systematically walks through um, your own personal experience. So not what Sally wanted in her XD, but what you want and what you need. And um, every time we hear from women, oh my gosh, I feel so much relief. And what ends up happening is they say, okay, I'm scheduling it on. We're, 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 it's happening tonight. So it's it, it looks like it's the thing that women need. So that is available to you um, at that point in the program. Um, um, and then going, go ahead. I did miss one of the biggest ones because I'm always nervous to share this, but you don't have sex for eight, four weeks in the program. We do a reset and that is absolutely critical. It is a huge reason why I think women get such great results is because it's like a, it's like a refresh time. It is a time to pause in your marriage. You've got lots of time to have sex in the future and you've had lots of time before this and it's a really great time to to take a breath and to do some of that personal work that we have been talking about yeah and within the reset it is not taking a break to build up to this this moment of happening um or yeah it it's very specific to in my beliefs and how it worked for me and how i see it work for others is kind of how, what am I picturing? I, I'm using my hands, but like you have this whole situation between the two of you and we're just going to clean slate. So we're going to take it and we're just going to everything we knew about the way our sex looks and feels and everything. And it's just going to, boom, it's gone. Okay. Let's start fresh. And during that fresh time, we're going to learn all of these skills and these tools and be educated for the first time. And now we're going to use that space when we're not focused on trying to get aroused or do the right things. And we have that space. And then from there, we now together can start fresh. So we can decide, make choices and decisions for the two of you of what you truly want. We, our plan is not to stop having sex and going back to having the sex you were having before. So this reset um, brings a lot of relief to women 
brings a lot of relief we've learned, which we I never really assumed, but re- relief to men. And then from there we go. And so, um, yeah, so that's how that works. And I just wanted to share about the fear of um, doing something maybe that you feel uncomfortable with. And I remember going into WIM and that sounded scary. I didn't have very much information, but I just assumed that if I was taking a course about wanting sex, that I would have to be doing sexual acts or something that I was going to feel uncomfortable with and that my husband would be super excited that we were getting to do. Um, and it's it's not like that. And I, it makes sense why I would feel that way because if I, if I open up a magazine and I read about sex, it's giving you these tips and try this with your mouth and try this vibrator and, you know, or you go to a sex therapist and they give you these ideas, um, nothing that makes you feel comfortable at all. And comfort is is like, a hundred percent Jana's it's Jana's thing comfort comfortable and safety that's what we're all about so when these um the way the way that I see it is to to get to make you feel safe to let you know how this feels is we want you to feel like the 15 16 year old teenage girl and somebody is saying how do we figure out let's what do you like and we take it back, back to there. So we're not looking at 44-year-old you or 65-year-old you and what you should be doing, the shoulds, the shoulds. You should be doing this act. It's we're going back to square one. Mm-hmm. And how would you like your the fingertips? How would you like just you authentically as a 15, 16-year-old? We would never tell a 15, 16-year-old, okay, go um, oral sex, right? Or like just use a dildo. I don't know why I'm whispering. I've got kids in the house right now. You know, we, we, would, we wouldn't go there. We're going to go safe. We're going to start very slow. And we would speak to you like we would speak to a teenage girl who's going to have her first sexual experience. Mm-hmm. That's what coming out of the reset is. It's your first sexual experience, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Yeah. Jenna? Oh gosh, that's so good. And as you said, 15, 16, I, I almost wanted to say, earlier than that. Yeah. And the education what, is earlier. I just didn't want to throw people off because I don't know if I'd be enticing my 13 year old too. But yeah, but it's not it's not about acts, right? So I guess no. yeah, you could go earlier. You can go to the 12 and 13 year old because it's just it's about your yeah, own body. Like, it's like good. um it's just like, oh, do you like do you like this tickly feeling up and down your arm? And and that's young, right? You can do that young. Oh, no, I don't. Like I'm doing it to myself right now and I hate it. I can't even stand it. So that's, that's learning about myself. That's the most basic. I like firm pressure. If somebody is going to put their hand on my arm when I want it, it would be a nice firm holding, not, not any movement. We as women have not had the opportunity to ever do that type of learning about what physical sensations we like and what we don't like. And so that's why, what's that? I was going to say, it's interesting because we actually, we start off knowing um, my five-year-old daughter, she knows, she knows exactly the type of touch that she wants. And I've shared this in whim with, with the ladies. Um, She knows exactly the type of touch that she wants on her back. She actually wants a very specific type of touch on her back. And she wants a specific type of touch on her arms, which is different than the way she likes it on her back. And she likes it under her arms, but not in her armpit. And she knows she can tell me 
down to the specifics. And isn't that incredible? Like that is what we're talking about. But we are taught at some point at five, she's got it. She knows. Well, because she has a mom and a dad who respect that. True. Yeah. But, but you and I, I don't know if that would have happened at five or six. That's true. That's intuition. She knows. And, and that's pleasure. It's simple pleasure. Yeah. And so we get to, we get to all do that. We get to go right back to the earliest of days when we should have had the, the permission and the support and the safety to do that self-exploration and education about our bodies. So we're, we're taking it back to the basics in wanting it more. There's going to be nothing, nothing like scary or uncomfortable. And if there ever is, then you just don't do it. You just don't do it. And I would, I always support women to do that. I want women. The most important thing is to be listening to what you are okay with and not and following that. Yeah. Two more quickly. Cause I think we're like, <laughs> this is a long episode. We have so much to say about this program. Um, Before we started, I said, this is going to be a short one, right? I think maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> that's basically all our conversations. <laughs> like we, we must keep it to the hour and then we always go over. Okay. Another fear I hear question is, um, you know, okay, I want to want it, but then, then I'll have to do it more. And I don't, so this is a complicated or I want to want it intellectually, but I kind of also never, ever want to do it again. And I want to say to that, great, because I think the way you're defining it, when you say, I don't want to have to do it more, or I never want to do it again, we're not teaching it. That's not what we're teaching. In fact, I would love for you to throw that in the trash, you know, like we're, we're over it. We're done it. Um, we've tried it <laughs> and it's time for a new way. It's time for a way of intention, the intention of connection, pleasure, true connection, pleasure, not a performance of it, not a facade of it, not a mimicking of what uh, actors are doing with under lights, camera action, right? This is this is getting to the very heart of the purpose of sex, which we redefine um, as the intention of connection pleasure in a relationship. So I am, I, if it feels like a good fit, you know, I think, I think it's, it, it's nearly impossible to know is this going to be the right investment? You know, is this going to be the right exact thing that I needed right at the exact moment? I don't think there's ever going to be that kind of guarantee. And I certainly would never um, assume that. But if you've been listening to the podcast, or you've listened to this episode and you're like, this feels right. This just in my gut, this feels right. Um, I can afford it. So we should probably talk about the price. Should I do that now? Let's just, okay, let's just do it now. So the price is 1500 us dollars. I charge in us dollars. Some people ask me why you're Canadian. Why are you charging in us dollars? I just, I post the price in us dollars because most of our folks come from America. Although we do have Australians, 
We have folks from New Zealand, folks from UK, um, and definitely some Canadians as well, as well as some sort of other, we've got some Germany, Ireland, you know, we do have um, some other people from different countries, but those are the main ones. But um, US dollars has become the the international currency, plus it's who we mostly serve. So that's why it's posted in US. You can do a three monthly payment of $500. We don't charge extra for the payment plan just to make it convenient for you. And this is going to be the last time at this price. And the reason for that is since adding all of the support for men, the support calls, the videos, the discussion forum. Um, we now have to onboard that amount of men now, which means we have to answer all their support questions and think of them and, and keep updated. We haven't raised the price since doing that. So we're just sort of letting this be the last time we're letting people take advantage of um, this really great offer. And I don't know what it's going to be going up to, but it will be significant enough that that you'd probably want to, you'd probably want to do this round if you, if this feels good, if you can afford it, obviously, and um, if it's a good fit for you. So registration, you have to go to janetdentonhouse.com slash wanting it more. There's a button there to register. Like Melissa mentioned, we are unusually filling up fast. Actually, like a lot faster than we normally fill up. So much so that we may not make the January 30th deadline. We have 70 spots available and we now have 45 people registered. So if you, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that we still have spots to be honest now that I'm thinking about it, but, but really do, I really do encourage you to, um, to register if you can, if you need to talk to me, we can jump on Zoom. Just send me an email and I can send you the link to book that. Um, anything else? I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna end with Melissa giving us like a last hoorah at like <laughs> she's looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you wrote some good notes in this document we're sharing right now. And I want you to get to them. <laughs> I think it's good. The people need to hear it. Okay, Melissa. <laughs> okay, so Melissa's going to end us on a last, like, this is why you should do it if you feel like it's a good fit. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen who are listening. Um, here's my last hoorah. Um, okay, so <laughs> if you would, so I'm just trying to think, what are some benefits to doing WIM? What is like the last last things you want to hear from me? Um that I experienced for sure was feeling comfortable and at ease in my own home 24 seven. I didn't even realize what I was feeling in my own home until I didn't feel that anymore. Um, things like not needing a way to not needing to pull away from my husband's touch. That made me feel terrible. Um, but just like tolerating touch that didn't feel good hiding while I was changing, trying to work the timing. Is he coming to the bedroom? He's not. Let me quickly get changed because I was trying to avoid any type of comments or, but he thought his intention was beautiful. His intention was to tell me I was beautiful. They did not make me feel comfortable. Um, I no longer need to fake sleeping. So I, anybody relate with that? I'm, I'm, 
I'm assuming I'm not alone. Actually, I'm not assuming. I know I'm not alone on that. Um, you know, pretending that I'm sleeping when he's coming to bed or sneaking out of bed in the morning. I don't have to do that anymore. Um, no longer. Oh, this was a big one. No longer wondering if the kiss or the hug he is giving me is just him wanting sex that night. So he's trying to give me some extra affection during the day. So I feel connected so that I will say yes to having sex that night. Um, that does not happen anymore. It is gone. And that is part of the reset. Going back to the reset. That is where that starts. Um, so we never lose that again, which the husbands find is incredible because that is a lot of stress. All those things I said, you know, if I'm pulling away from my husband's touch or I'm tolerating, he's feeling the stiffness from me. That doesn't feel good to him. So it's not feeling good to anybody. So that is one of the benefits. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, another big, big one is sexual experiences that are enjoyable 100 percent of the time. No more performing, going through the motions, pushing yourself to do certain acts that you think that you should be doing. Or the other one was just asking for a quickie with him because I just wanted to get it over and done with so I could tick the box and I knew he would be okay for the next couple of days. I didn't want the quickie. The quickie didn't actually feel good. It was not nourishing. It There was nothing great about the quickie. The only good thing was it got it over and done with, but that is not sex. That is not how we want it to be. So sexual experiences that are enjoyable hundred percent of the time is definitely a benefit. Um, and my last thing I want to share, if you're interested, but we're talking about the podcast and testimonials. Um, we have an episode, which is episode 62. And that is where you can go back and you can listen one of our, not the last round, but it was the round before that. And we spoke to the couples at the end of WIM, which we do. I forgot to mention that in the eight weeks, um, right at the end of the eight weeks, we all meet on Zoom, husbands and wives together on the screen, which is so much fun. This started because Jana and I, we, we work with the men and the women separately. And we, you know, we try our best not to know who's connected to who so that we can um, we can help you and support you as individuals while you're going on your own individual journey. Um, and so we wanted to know, oh, who's who's her husband? And oh, who do you think the wife is? And we, we don't do that during the program. But when we got to the end, we thought, wouldn't it be fun to get everybody on the screen and see? Oh, my goodness. It was such a joy seeing the seeing them appear. Some of them we had figured out, but some of them were big shocks. And so it was so much fun. But anyways, on that episode, they were asked, what's been your most significant takeaway from this journey? Um, so this is some benefits like you might be thinking, oh, we're going to have, you know, like I said, sexual experiences are enjoyable 100% of the time, and I'm going to feel comfortable. But there are other benefits that you will get that are sometimes very surprising. So if you go back to episode 62, you can hear from real couples who went through whim and hear what maybe a, a takeaway for them was from doing whim and yeah that's it i am so excited for any of you to join us in whim if you feel like it's the right step for you um even um just going back to what jana says about uh your success or you know have it meaning that you're going to be having more sex but what we we find from almost every woman that comes into WIM very quickly I, within the first couple of weeks, they're saying, Jana, every woman needs this. Mm -hmm. um, every woman needs to hear this information, not because they need to be having sex, not because they need more sex, not because anything to do with 
their with husband sex. or their marriage <laughs> with sex. That's right. Absolutely. It's like an added benefit that we are. I mean, it, that is why you're here. That is why you're listening to this podcast. But um, you can have reassurance knowing that coming to whim means that your entire life as a woman will be changed forever. I, I, I without a doubt, I can say that for sure. Cause I've seen um, it happen to me and I've watched every woman come through whim and have that experience and it's incredible. So we hope to see you there. We sure do. It is such a joy to um, have these rounds and see the connections that women make with each other we're just sort of wrapping up the last round right now with their discussion space and and just the conversations and the friendships and the camaraderie. And um, I just I just think of these women that are gonna come join this round. And I just I just can't wait to see your faces and get to know you better and to support you and 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 help you and and reassure you and validate you and, and give you that relief and hope and freedom that you should have had all along. Thank you so much for listening right to the very end. And um, we'll see you in WIM if it's a, the right next step for you. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, and has a little button that says latest episodes. If you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews, there's a little purple writing thing that says write a review. If you click on that, it will ask you to give it a five stars. Actually, you can put any stars, but five is what I would love. And put a title and then write your review. Thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and I really am so grateful. If you are curious about wanting it more and how this program could help you want and enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you, you can go to janetdentonhouse.com slash wanting it more to sign up for the waitlist, to learn more, to see when we're running our next round. All right, that's it. I'll see you next one.